Hey, I'm Raina. And I'm Nikki. This is our podcast where we're talking about how healing yourself includes tapping into your intuition. With a few laughs and some sage advice. To help you see that all the answers are inside of you if, if you, you just, just shut, shut up, up and, and listen. listen. Today, Raina and I have decided that we don't know what the fuck we're talking about because we're both amongst entrepreneurship drama and so we decided we would just riff about what it's like when you're living your passion and just for a small window in time you fucking hate it <laughs> and it's not passion it's just not doing it for you yeah and that that's okay too so what to do when you're living your passion but you're hating it <laughs> <laughs> right and that seems like such a silly thing it does or like not real because it's the path right it's like that's that's the new success vision, mm-hmm. um, like breaking away from that, you know, job, debt, breaking away because you're going to live your passion and that yeah. has its own like currency to it. Mm-hmm. And so there's this um, belief around it that ev- once you get there, it's all like roses Rainbows. and puppies yeah. mm-hmm. and all the things just like like with the previous one. It's like, well, once you hit six digits and you have your house that's where your mm-hmm. happiness is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. no, living your passion can super suck sometimes because yeah. when you're doing ha- business based in passion, there's way more emotions caught in it and you put way more of yourself into it. So yeah. it's a different kind of stress and a different kind of burnout. Mm-hmm. And this week has been like, I think I'm burning out this week. Yeah. I don't I know. This we week has been crazy. And for me, like I've seen you when you're having a when you're having a rough go personally, push harder in your business. I'm the opposite. When I have a rough go personally, I just I just can't. I just can't work. I turtle. Yeah. And I wish I could be like you and just push harder. But then you're always like, no, don't do don't, don't do what I'm doing. Do what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm like, All but I want to. <laughs> yeah, I understand the value of wanting to because you need to, you know, still have food and yeah. money in that, but um, I'm pushing harder because I don't want to deal with my shit. Mm, so I'm okay. using it as a form of distraction. It's like, oh, I should be over here working on this personal development right. thing, but it's making me really uncomfortable. So I'm just going to stay so over here. I'm going to go instead. and start three yeah. more projects over here with my business and stress myself the fuck out because I actually don't have the emotional capacity yeah. to deal with it right now. Yeah. To keep me too busy. To yes. keep me too busy. Yes. And then I'll like totally trip up and be like, oh, my God, I've got these three projects now. So now, oh, I can't make it to exercise. Oh, I haven't done yoga. I haven't eaten in three days. So then self-care just goes right off the fucking rails. So now I'm even making shitty decisions in business because I'm just I'm pushing too hard. But you created it. That's I cre- the funny totally thing. created like, it. That's the funny thing. Yeah. And then you're like, why did I do that? Oh, yeah. I did that. Yeah. No one told me to do no. that. Because I didn't want to deal with my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And the hurt feelings of business and the whatever. And the weird emotional dialogues that happen. Because for me, I come from, you know, that business thing of there's no tears in business. Because it was very, like, um, like a patriarchal, right? And so when a woman showed up in business, she had to act mm-hmm. man. And so even though a woman is putting her soul in and she's in like that like beauty, especially there's that weird wellness blend and heaven forbid you feel passionate about it. That means Mm. you're there's like 
inadequacy, in, inability to perform, okay. just because you get passionate about it. So now after 20 years of that, if I come to work and I feel passionate and emotional and I want to cry or I want to feel angry or I want to feel whatever, I'm like, there's none of that in business. Just okay. pull up your friggin' yeah. big girl panties and put that under the rug. Yeah, yeah. And just get to function and do mm-hmm. what works, fix it, make more money. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I'm like, but I'm not about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what I, I'll default back that's to. That's your default. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, like we were talking about earlier, then when you get like that, that's always seems to be, or whether maybe it's not, it's just, it feels like that's when more other people are coming in and they need more of you than usual. And it's like, you're just not able. Yeah. And you're spread so thin, like emotionally, and Mm -hmm. you're spread so thin with just your ability to um, keep it together. Mm -hmm. And then people are, are just seemingly maybe it isn't more than usual but it's your ability to to handle it's you know not at its best and um, like for me this this last week um i just feel like every time i blink it's like i'm needed more i'm mm-hmm. needed more i'm needed more and i'm like ah well and for you you have people can just come off the street into yeah. your shop to talk to you yeah i can hide a little bit more mm. So that that's must be a harder layer for you is like sometimes just complete strangers will walk in and dump all their stuff. Yeah, on I don't have the emotional capacity to yeah. listen to this right now. Yeah. And it's one of those hard. things where it's like as the person who has opened the door to do that, mm-hmm. no matter how, where I'm at, that is a thing I do. Mm-hmm. And I just find it like sometimes at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I don't think I was that great at that today because right. or I feel especially just like drained uh, done because you can still do it but then yeah. it's still going to drain you yeah right and um I find for me when it's toughest is when it's not relevant to, to what I'm doing right yeah like I'm 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 quite focused and quite niche in what I do but when it's just like this irrelevant information Mm -hmm. just being like dumped on me I'm like I'm not sure why we're having this Mm -hmm. conversation right Right. now yes and I'll hold the space as long as I can because clearly it's something you need to do Mm -hmm. but after a bit it's kind of like okay right and that opened up a really big conversation for you and I earlier of the the measure of rude Mm -hmm. because when you're trying to when you're in a space where you can't, you can't take on more people's stuff, mm-hmm. like between you and I, we usually start a conversation. When it's more personal, like deeper, kind of crappy, heavier stuff. We generally start the conversation. Do you have some space to hold? Right. Or can, it, can I can, can I, I let go on you or, a bit today? Yeah. Are you in a place to do that today? Mm-hmm. And that's so nice because you know, yes, no, it's fine. It's never a rejection thing. It's just like, yeah, exactly. thank you for asking because maybe I can't today. And um, sometimes, like when people don't, because that's not a normal practice yet. I would love to see that become a, a, a bigger practice is to just check in. Are you able to do this for me today? And for it to be okay to say no. Mm-hmm. And conversely, if someone comes at you with a whole bunch, for you to be able to say, I'm so sorry, I can't 
do this today and for it not to be a rejection and for them to be able to understand that you just Where literally don't from. have the yeah. ability to do it yeah. and for none of it to be classified as rude. Yeah. Like none of it's rude. But then what I had said was, but them just butting in and dumping all their stuff is rude. So yeah. then you were like, well, what? Which rude is, rude is ruder? Yeah, which rude is ruder? Because <laughs> if they're rudely dumping, why can't I rudely you object? Say, yes, exactly. And if, if, um, if it's rude for me to object, like, like they shouldn't be so rude to start with. Yes, and just asking gives you like when you say that to me, it automatically gives me more space because I'm like, oh, I like Nikki needs this right now, so then I can hold space. Yeah. But if someone just starts dumping and you and you suddenly start feeling their stress, then you don't you don't have the space. But when as soon as someone asks you, you're like, oh, yes, absolutely. And you can prepare and you for can, it. You can yeah, you can prepare your body for that and prepare mentally for it. Mm -hmm. So I, how do we make that more of a practice for people? Like, I think a lot of it just comes from self awareness. It. Yeah. Well, like yeah. I I've experienced my, myself um, as both a friend companion and a you know facilitator some people are so you know caught up in the chaos and and what's going on and the i hate to use it but you know some people are just really caught up in drama mm -hmm. that they they don't even realize that when they go whirling into a space and they just like dump all their mm -hmm. stuff and just go whirling right back out but they didn't like actually work on anything. True. They just left chaos in their wake yeah. and went continuing on on their chaotic mm -hmm. thing to spin it out of control in other people's space. And I'm like, whoa, how about we like simmer down there for a minute and like address what's, what's happening. And then, cause then everyone in that room that's self-aware is gonna feel that and mm -hmm. pick that up. And that's not, that's not really fair. Yeah. But it's just what happens. Yeah. And it's not to say that people, like all of us have moments where we're not self-aware, yeah. like, especially when we get into like really deep emotion, like, like um, us last week, like us last week, <laughs> um, with each other, we yeah. were just like, woo, woo, yeah. woo. and, um, I think we still managed to ask each other what our capacity was. I think so. Good job. Yeah. Um, but the other <laughs> night I, I was venting to nobody. I was just venting to the walls of my apartment. And I let oh, interesting. the occupants of my apartment know that, sorry, uh, this is like a belch, man. Better mm -hmm. out than in. Mm -hmm. Like this, I need to have some release right now. Because fun fact, Nikki's an emotionally constipated person. Mm -hmm. And my ability to cry is like practically non-existent. So That's great because I'm the opposite. Yeah. Talking to walls interesting for me. I and don't think I've ever done that. Yeah. I pace my hall. Okay. And it's really funny because... It squeaks because it's old. So it's like, like the whole time I'm like, oh, the poor neighbors. Um, yeah. And my son just puts his earbuds in and does TV or music or video game or whatever. He's like, hey, mom's being crazy in the hall again. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. And uh, sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting practice. Well, so is that like a, I'm at my maximum capacity. I need to pace in the hallway right now. Kind of a thing? Um, I'm not sure because I just noticed it's happening. Okay. Like, it's just, I wasn't, I didn't choose to do it. Okay, I just happened. I'm like, I don't know if it, like, I started down the hallway to go to the bathroom and then and it then just, kind of <laughs> just kind of started. Yeah. But p pacing is one of my things. I can't sit when I'm mm -hmm. like that. And my appetite is so bad. And um, I just need to work it out, right? Work it out. So fight or flight and then you're just Oh, hardcore. Hungry. That's totally yeah. what it is. Yeah. 
And it's so funny because you've got the two sides of the brain. It's like, seriously, you're like, you need to just stop, take a breath, mm -hmm. get re-engaged in your self-care practices right now. Just start there. Mm -hmm. Start with a bath. Mm -hmm. Turn down the lights. Get away from the stimulus. Yes. Come back to, you know, a bit of calmness. So then, you you know, you can get back into that frontal lobe and actually make some good fucking decisions. Mm -hmm. But instead, you're like, I must make more sales. I got to get on my Instagram. I got to right. do the things. Is your armpits smell like shame and poor choices from all this, <laughs> like, um... Stress sweat. Stress sweat, yes. And you're drinking more coffee because, for whatever reason, stimulants seem like a good idea. <laughs> and uh, dinner time comes and you're like, I only need to feed my kid. I don't need to feed myself. Right. Here, I'm a good parent. You're not dead, but I'm a bad parent because you're watching me behave like this, which is teaching you uh -huh. this is how to behave when, when you're... Like, whatever yeah. the trigger was. And I find for me since... Um, Sometimes, like, it can be, like, just that one thing starts that domino roll. Mm -hmm. And what I'm, what's the actual problem is completely lost. Mm -hmm. And I'm just in on that train. We um, did, we did talk about that over the weekend. The uh, anxiety train, how mm -hmm. quickly you get on it. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if we talked about what your trigger was. But for, for me, it was when I was driving home from being on the island and... I had the choice of two different roads and I took the one I wanted to take was like, my gut was like, don't take that road. But I was like, that's the road I have to take. So I did it anyway. And then it was, and it was a super weird drive. Like everyone was acting very strange on the road, but like what actually, like what actually happened was that my brain was like, well, you're going to die. <laughs> and like, and that's <laughs> well, just like how quickly die. I got there. It was like, <laughs> because I went against my gut, it was like, well, you're like, you're going to hit an elk or mm -hmm. you're going to head on with the semi or you're going to like fly off and go down the cliff like all of the and it was all the same scenarios that I did when I first started having anxiety when I was on an airplane mm -hmm. and like all the different ways the plane was going to go down and I was going to mm -hmm. die and it's always that's always the end of it is like that's the very maximum I can go is like how am I going to die and thinking about all the different ways and it was just <laughs> like and then and then so that's half my brain and the other half of my brain is like you know you're going to be home in four hours mm -hmm. or five hours and then just be like why did I worry so much like yeah. I know this is not real. Yeah. So crazy. But when you're doing it mentally, your body thinks it's real. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful. Yeah. There we sit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Triggers. Triggers. <laughs> They're good times. So what's your biggest, like, business trigger? Like, what's the thing that, is it just sales or is it, is it more like the um, creative side of it? Um. I'm a I'm a perfect storm kind of girl. It's not any one thing. Mm -hmm. It's when when a, a couple things compile. I can take any one thing at any mm -hmm. time. It's fine. But for me, like technology is a tough one for me because oh yeah oh my god it trips me up so hard in the amount of time I mm -hmm. invest to do the simplest thing, and I've like hurling money at it hasn't been helpful for me mm -hmm. because it's just an endless money hurl, and trying to learn it is very frustrating for me because as a personality type that likes to be self-sufficient I like to learn mm -hmm. and then manage it on my own like mm -hmm. thank you for your help thank you for teaching me I got it from here and there are times of course you I mean you just have to delegate things out but even at that point I have employees I could now teach them how to mm -hmm. do these small things and delegate it to them but like I'll use 
uh, MailChimp, for example. MailChimp is a platform mm -hmm. with easy templates. Yes. It's integrated with my POS system. All of my um, news or my emails just dump right on in. I just need to send out the newsletter. Make a newsletter. Yeah. It's like drag and drop. Yeah, yeah. For the average person, I'm sure putting together a newsletter is like half an hour. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. For me, six and a half hours later, I still won't have it. I'll have been fighting with it, crying, ready to hurl my laptop out the window <laughs> and um, then not send a newsletter because at that point, it's like at six and a half hours later, it's not even worth not anymore. Like, I don't think there's any information I'm going to send my clients in a newsletter that was worth me spending six and a half hours <laughs> on it. I don't think there's anything they give a shit enough about for me to do that because I'm generally a more like one-on-one -on -one customized like newsletter. It's like, oh, you know, there's going to be a special on lipstick. <laughs> Does that really need six and a half hours of my time? No. And do I do specials on lipstick? No. no. Every If they have... If they're on my newsletter list, they know me. So I don't need right. to send out a, I'm Nikki. Yeah, we fucking know you're <laughs> Nikki. That's nice. So every year, twice a year, I will wrestle through yeah. and do a invitation to my customer appreciation parties that I do so twice a year. about 13 hours a for year two newsletters. for two newsletters. Yeah. And they're shit newsletters <laughs> because I just can't get it. I can't get it figured out. But it happens. And what's really like so dif like difficult for me is the amount of clients. Why don't you have a newsletter? <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, like just a monthly newsletter. So we know what's happening with you for workshops and for events and what's oh. happening. And I'm like, that's a real pain point for me. <laughs> it's a trigger. Yeah. It's a business trigger yeah. for me. Um, <laughs> and it's, it is what it is. It's so silly. But then you add like a website, social yes. media, all that stuff on it. I'm like, ah, I'm a creative human who likes to do like like one-on-one -on -one personable. Yes. I'm an intuitive. Not more admin like, tech then, stuff. And then when someone's all like, well, this and it's the cloud and all that, I'm like, I don't understand <laughs> even. Like, <laughs> what do you mean it's talking to air? I mean, stop <laughs> telling me about these things the computer's doing. Or when I'm like, I have this idea of what I want. And there are people like, no, like internet doesn't work like that. I'm like, well, <laughs> so what I want, I can't do. <laughs> And what I want to do, I can't figure out how to do because there's like magical clouds and cookies and shit. And I'm like, who the fuck and what the fuck invented all this shit? I just want to make a newsletter. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, friend. It's okay. You've held my hand through a few of my... It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be like, Nikki, what are you trying to do right now? Trying to do a newsletter. And you'll be like, oh, yeah. Okay. See you in six and a half hours. See you in six and a half hours when you don't send it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a hard one. I think that's hard for most people too because you because you know that you have to do those things, but you'd rather be working like doing things that are that you feel are actually what you're supposed to be doing, but if you don't do those things, they don't help drive exactly. actually doing the exactly. things, right? Like that's what I always think about when I'm doing social media. Like I've committed to doing Instagram stories every day, um, at least weekdays, and I once in a while we'll do a Saturday, and I really like it, and it's like it's Instagram story. So I'm like, okay, just tell a story. And if I don't have anything to say, I just go through my website and find an old blog and rehash it. Cause there's always, there's always a good message in there that I can share again. And, um, but it's hard. There's some days where I'm just like, you know, is this actually worth the time doing it? Because I could s spend this time talking to a potential client or talking to, you know, or sending out a message to a client to see how they're doing or something that actually feels like it's helping someone move forward. 
But then if I think deeper about it, it's like, okay, but someone who's reading this, that that is going to help them move forward. Mm-hmm. And most people, like a, a lot of people are reading them every single day. So now I know that they're expecting it and they're maybe waiting for it and it's helping them. So it's, but that's a little bit of a mental block where you, where you are thinking, oh, this isn't worth the time. Yeah. But if it wasn't worth it, no one would be looking. Yeah. And same with you. If, if it wasn't worth it, you wouldn't have people saying, where's your newsletter? You should yeah. send out more. Like clearly they're kind of waiting for it. Yeah. So you want to give them that, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard because it, and I think that's one of the biggest things with, that's one of the biggest struggles for me with entrepreneurship is n- no matter what I'm doing, I'm always, always in the back of my mind, you're like, I should be doing something else. Yeah, like it's more. really weird. Yeah. I yeah. should be doing more. I should be doing something else. And, and it's like always sort of haunting you. Like mm-hmm. you're not doing the right thing. And that's my biggest, I think that's my biggest struggle is feeling like you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. And a coach that had a couple, a couple years ago, at least a couple of years ago, that was her biggest thing with me. was like, you think you're doing everything wrong and you're mm-hmm. not. And I, and so she helped me with that a lot, but as you can see, it's still a trigger for me that yeah. I have to constantly remind myself, Oh, I'm doing it my way. I'm not doing it wrong. I'm yeah. doing it my way. And that's that, but that's hard. That's the hard thing about business is that that's what makes it challenging is that figuring out what is right for you and actually following through with it. And believe, like trusting in yourself that yeah. you're doing trusting it the right in yourself. way. Yeah. 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 And no, no one knows their business and their clients better than the person who's in it. Yeah. And I think you said like both of our business aren't like typical business. Their business is based in movement mm-hmm. and like revolution mm-hmm. and things like that. So we're not just trying to, you know, get the funnel to buy them yeah, another exactly. thing There's so we're many trying layers. to like get people to get involved in the content to change how they're thinking and to support their feelings as because we're all coming into this place of you know like one of the things that i've been identifying most with both myself as a human and my clients is eco-anxiety it's oh, super yes, real you said that to me and trying to help people through that has nothing to do with me trying to get them a lipstick or whatever. It's the opposite. It's like, how can I get you to stop buying lipstick? Because, so, but because you've been through that, you can help them with it, right? Yeah. And so for, I think in the, the way of like the traditional business templates that we can kind of get sucked into, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this business guru is saying this is how business should be, but that's all based on uh, getting to a destination to take money from Mm -hmm. somebody for a product Mm -hmm. or service or whatever and sometimes for me it's like um sometimes I just trust that the no money today equals money tomorrow Mm -hmm. and I'm just okay with that and I'm okay with no money today and maybe no more money from said individual for a year because I actually inspired them to finish all the shit they have at home and all the makeup they have at home which guess what is two and a half years worth and then hey, let's not go two and a half years because that's just getting unhealthy. Uh, but, you know, if, a year. Yeah. if they're doing yeah. the thing, which I want them to do, which exactly. is use up what they have, take that emotional journey to see what are they even not using at all so they don't repeat by those yeah. things. Yeah. To me, that's a win. Mm-hmm. But from a revenue perspective mm-hmm. to keep my business going, it's kind of a, a, a tough thing because... Yeah. Um, yeah, when your revenue stream is is beauty, services around it, you're yeah. like, okay, see you in a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally get that. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. What's, um, 
I know that we've talked about the, <clears throat> I forget what you called it. Is it a feelings wheel? You've got that wheel. Feelings wheel. Feelings wheel. So, cause I was just thinking for me, um, like I, when I get, like, I'm just thinking about our last week. Like when I get in a really weird place and I just kind of like, I do, I will do like the bare minimum required for my business. I will never let clients down or workshops or anything like that. But for, for my stuff that I do, I will let it slide if I'm really in a bad place and I just can't. I just can't cope. It's like I'm at my yeah. maximum. I can't. Yeah. So I'm just gonna do the. I'm just gonna do the minimum required. And it's like, how long do I stay there? And I'm trying to think of what I've done in the past to get myself out of that. Because we were, you and I went through this last summer where we both yeah. were like, wow, personal yeah. lives are kind of crumbling and like can't yeah. do business and 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 kind of like um, just bouncing around and had too many things on the go and it just was like so. We both were like um, just maxed out, I think, and mm -hmm. about to burn out. And I'm trying to think of how we got ourselves out of it. Cause, uh, but that feelings wheel that you had was cool mm -hmm. because basically, well, you describe it because you use it more than I just sort of have seen it a couple times. I haven't actually practiced yeah, using it. It's um, something my coach shared with me um, about how some feelings like I don't like to use the word positive and negative, but it gets the point across. Like if you're in a uh, feeling that makes you feel undesirable, it's like an undesired feeling, and you want to get to a more desired feeling, there are some that actually share the same vibration. Mm -hmm. So you can actually travel easily just by choosing it. Okay. So um, the more you get to familiar with which ones are in alignment with each other the more you can kind of take that but it's still taking that moment right of mm -hmm. like okay first i need to identify the feeling which can be hard yeah what are you feeling and sometimes it's hard like i'm just like i don't know what i'm feeling i'm, I'm feeling sweating hard things, and i'm gonna yeah. shit my pants yeah. like, i don't know what emotion <laughs> is that <laughs> <laughs> and then taking that moment to identify your feeling and then um identifying which feeling is the the one that you can Mm -hmm. transition yourself to with the most ease through just literally deciding to do okay. it. I am feeling like this. I would rather feel like this. Mm -hmm. What are things I can do or think or what can I do for myself to bring me to those feelings? Mm -hmm. And uh, most of the time that works pretty well for me just for kind of everyday life thing. Mm -hmm. But when the muck is really mucky. Yeah. When the shit hits the fan. Yeah. It's like even in those days, that tool's stupid. <laughs> I hate that tool. Because, <laughs> A, it's forcing me to be accountable for right, my feelings exactly. right now and making me slow down and, and identify mm -hmm. what my feelings are, which means I have to actually face the thing that's making me feel the thing, which mm -hmm. doesn't always feel good. You don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, like, kind of just to, like, move back in the conversation a bit, like, to last summer and, again, this summer. It's really interesting. It's about the same time of mm -hmm. year, too. It really is. Um I think since for both of us, our personal and work lives, like there, there's no real line mm -hmm. where one, all of our experience as a human within our life, it helps us become better at what we do for our true clients mm -hmm. and everything for us is we're just constant works in progress. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Sometimes we get kind of caught up in the whole planetary thing or mm -hmm. the fucking retrograde that or the fucking this portal fucking blah, blah. And yeah, okay, sure, that's all stuff. But 
But the, the bigger <laughs> thing is, yeah. is now we're focusing on that. Exactly. We're getting sucked down a YouTube video. And that YouTube prompted another YouTube video. So now we've spent 58 minutes watching YouTube videos on the stuff when what we needed to do is slow down, take a minute and go, okay, these are Deal my feelings. Yes. These are what brought me to this place. Yeah. Even if it was a planetary alignment that made it happen, it doesn't matter. It's still happening. It's still happening. So let's, yeah. we don't have to sit over here and, cause we already and know. Just, and wallow about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm relating to what he's saying. Obviously. Right. Okay. Are you, that, yes. Cause that's why you fucking turned on the video. Yeah. But you're not doing the work. Yeah. You're getting like self-care porn, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. It I is. Know. So you're now over here distracting and self-care porning instead of actually digging deep into your yeah. stuff, which I did so bad last week and um, was feeling feelings like resent. Mm -hmm. I resented people for having happiness, <laughs> you know? Oh, you're good at your life. That's right. nice. <laughs> Congrat Good for you. Congratulations, Congratulations for that. Yeah. My life fucking sucks. I'm living my passion. I'm living it so hard. I want to throw a Molotov cocktail through the front window. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. And it's so silly because it'll pass. It always oh, totally. does. Totally. And this, the self-doubt and all that's so normal. Yeah. But you, it, you still have to deal with your shit during, mm -hmm. during the thing. And yeah, this week was messy. And so messy. Living my passion was bullshit this week. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think this, that's part of what happened last summer too, is we got to the point where we both were like, it was like a throw in the towel moment of like, um, what's the point? What's because the point? we felt so like our we weren't helping our movements do anything mm -hmm. that we were like, well, we're just one person mm -hmm. and what's the point? And people are still saying these kinds of things to us that make us feel like the work we're doing isn't doing anything. Yeah. And, right. And so we just got to this point of like, what are we doing like yeah. why are we doing this and that and that really like that like slows the passion if it you're does. if you're caught up in what's the point of this then you're going to bring that energy into all of the work oh, you're doing that yeah. day like oh my god and then then your sales slow and everything slows because you're so stuck yeah really. and the irony behind that whole thing is so. any person that comes in and is doing the thing mm-hmm is that that's the opportunity person. They're the person you're calling. Yes. We already converted the converted. Right. So now this person's coming in because they serendipitously were attracted to you and they're saying the things that, mm -hmm. and everyone needs to start where they are. Mm -hmm. That is your target market, but now they're pissing me off because they're not, they're not doing it right. You're not doing it you're right. You're not doing. Not good enough. Yeah, you're yeah. not doing your personal evolution yeah, right. fast enough for me. <laughs> And then as you're thinking that, it's like, oh, yeah, I think that's about yeah, me. Yeah. So I'm over here being an asshole yes. while yeah. I'm trying to do my own personal evolution. <laughs> yeah. And judging your evolution. Mm. Oh, it's so funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I, um, when I was on the island, I visited <clears throat> um, a branch of my school there. And we were just talking about, like, how many holistic nutritionists are in the area and how many are actively practicing and how many are how many just, you know, finish the program and then don't go on to actually practice. And I was kind of like a little bit pushy about it. Like I was like, you know, I want to help with networking events here. And, um, I want, like, I want more people to practice. And the branch manager kind of looked at me and was like, Raina, not everyone's like you. A lot of people don't want to be entrepreneurs and that's just the reality. And it totally like set me back. Right. I was like, Oh yeah. Like I, I was, I was a little bit pushy in that moment, but it's only because when I, like take a step back and look at how many of us are 
like doing the work and I'm doing like quotation marks because anytime someone, you know, posts anything about the food movement is good. But those of us that are, you know, doing talks and practicing and all that, that can actually help people to put it into, into actual action. So for me, that's even more powerful. And so, of course, I want more people doing that. But her point was like, it's hard. It's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Not everyone wants to do that. So I totally get it. But that's also a little bit disheartening at times because you're like, but, but if we could all, if more of us could do it, then, then we can help each other do it. And right. Like to me, it's like that utopian, like mm-hmm. everyone should be in business for themselves and it's, yeah. you know, we sh- we can all help each other and it'll be great. But, um, it's just not the reality. No. And so that was quite eye opening for me because I was like, I'm, I'm always trying to help. I'm always mentoring new people and, and tutoring students that are still in. And I'm like always trying to get people closer to here. Um, and then I think a lot of people go into it thinking they're going to, and then, and maybe, and maybe do start for a bit and then go like, Ooh, this is, this is just not for me. Right. And like, and I totally get it. It is terrifying. And when people, um, if people like comment and I'm sure people have made comments about this with you too, like, Oh, how well your business is doing. And you're like, um, really like not, not, not always, mm-hmm. but people have this idea of what success looks like. And it's not, it's not pretty. Yeah. And I think what the, the really interesting thing behind that is, is that whole behind the scenes thing is, yeah, it's relentless. Yes. And it doesn't stop. Yes. And if you stop, it stops. Yes. And, um, and then there's those, those nag- nagging demons of yeah. more or not enough or not doing it wrong. Right. Yeah. All yeah. those different things. Yeah. It's such a mess. Yeah. It's a great hot mess, though. Like, I oh, love I my love hot it. mess. I love it. Even <laughs> even when I hate it. Yes. I love it. <laughs> even when I'm fucking it up, I'm doing it right. You know, it's just, it's those moments that, yeah. like, and that's the humanness of it. Exactly. And, I mean, I always love sharing with people that the green vanity, as it is now, 2019, was not the original vision. Oh, true. Yeah. And the evolution of it is, because... I'm changing. Mm-hmm. Like four years ago, Nikki is not now Nikki. Totally. And the deeper I dive into myself and my authenticity and what I want to bring into the world and the more people I meet that are on mm-hmm. the same sort of journey track, wrestling with the same things I'm wrestling with as we're learning the, you know, emotional stuff behind mm-hmm. beauty and um, identity yeah. and all that. The green vanity of my original vision would not at all fit in alignment with any of, of what I represent now. Yeah. But I had to do not only a lot of like emotional and like business work around that, like just as a business person, but as a human. Yes. So I'm like going through all these freaking messy holes of self-discovery yes. and trying to keep my shit together uh, while I'm trying to to build this, um, you know, safe space sanctuary business for, for mm-hmm. my clients too. And it's, it's beautiful mm-hmm. and fucking ugly mm-hmm. and all the things. And last week was just a perfect representation of what it feels like when you're human meat sack and yes. everything is just burning out mm-hmm. and, um, just breaking free of the, the kind of dark cloud that can kind of settle in as you're like, why am I doing this? Yes. No one cares. Right. 
fucking lots of people care. Yeah. But that down, I feel sorry for myself. Yeah, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole yeah. now. Yeah. And just yeah. wallow in that. Yeah. And see but how then, many of my clients I can scare away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then there are, then there's, then there's moments where someone says something to you or you get a message about something or something totally like lifts you up and you're like, oh, oh, right. This yeah. is super powerful. Yeah. So sometimes you have to go down that rabbit hole really far mm-hmm. before, and sometimes it's not even you or me. It's yeah. like a stranger or someone will message yeah. you or something and you're like, yeah. oh, 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 people are paying attention. Oh, this is meaning something. And that mm-hmm. sort of brightens you up again yeah to keep pushing yeah i guess i know and it's what's really funny when those happen i almost saying like fuck you <laughs> i liked my wallowing i was enjoying hole. my wallowing <laughs> now you're making me all like feeling like i'm responsible again <laughs> in a good way mm-hmm. um recently i just reached out to some of my clients as i'm transitioning from just being the storefront to really like i'm I'm a coach. Like mm-hmm. I've always been a coach. I've Absolutely. been a coach my whole career. In this last four years, I've really come into who I am in this. And, you know, the employees here at the shop are endlessly making fun of me because she's le- they're like, seriously, Nikki, 60% of your potential sales walked out the door today because you wouldn't sell it to people right. because you taught them right. stuff. Just uh, you away. need yeah. to be getting another revenue stream because, yes. you know, what you're doing is so beautiful. But, like, what are you going like, to live on? Like, yes. What do you, like you can't continually talk people out of shit all the right. time and still have a, a functioning business. <laughs> Granted, it's great for like client loyalty, but um, the point being, uh, if you are helping change how people are thinking, you're saving them thousands of dollars over the course of their True. life, not True. to mention the emotional mm-hmm. stuff and everything as, as you're awakening them to the reality of, of um, what motivates them to purchase. Mm-hmm. And that has value. Like that is a product. But I'm like, that's weird. But it's true. It's, it's so true. true but I can and see how it would feel weird. For yeah. You. Since you've always done it for free. Yes. Why would I start charging for it now? And the reality is, is because that's the service I bring. Yes, and of course, exactly. it has value. So as I'm trying to like emotionally navigate this, um, I've reached out to some of my clients who I've been coaching for years and asking them, would you have paid money? And they're like, I totally would have paid money. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that, that's absolutely. good. Good to know. But in the meantime, since we did that, would you write a testimonial for me oh, about nice. your experience? Mm-hmm. And oh, my God. So here I was last week during like sitting all in my freaking piss filled cornflakes going, my life's stupid. <laughs> um, of course, one of these testimonials comes through. And it was one of those moments where you're like, I know what I do is important, but I had no idea that that was happening. Mm -hmm. Like the impact was at a level I was, I was even unaware of. Because for me, it's just normal. That's just an everyday in the life of Nikki. And so here I am laying in bed, all like gloominous doom, Nikki, reading this testimony. Now I'm crying. Uh, because emotionally constipated Nikki started crying because I was moved, right? I was moved that that, that my thing that I do actually could impact someone to a degree like that, Mm -hmm. that changed their life. And, um, very, and those are the moments, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can be in your pile of crap all week and then you read that and you're like, everything fine again. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's the ego, right? I have meaning. Yeah. I'm important. (laughs) I have purpose now. I have purpose now. I don't suck. I don't suck. <laughs> Irrelevant to what that nasty <laughs> voice in the back of my head says. Constantly telling me I suck. What What do you think 
I, I mean, I think we touched on it already, which is like just actually deal with your stuff. I was going to say, like, to wrap this up, what, what do you do when you're living your passion, but you hate it? I think we kind of answered it already. You just have to actually like, like instead of just sitting. Oh, I'd like to say instead of sitting with it, sit on it, mm-hmm. sit on sit it, sit on it and yeah. actually like look at it mm-hmm. and think about it and try to flip it or and then. Ch- so but changing your perspective has to be number one, because yeah. otherwise you'll just stay there. So yeah. you have so you have to get to the point in your in your mind where you can sort of disconnect from that and become the observer and it's like oh yes my mind is doing these things and this is happening how do I navigate out of that and reroute because you can't just be like oh that doesn't exist because it does Mm -hmm. like it's real but you want to try to figure out how to shift it Mm -hmm. and for me one of the things I've really noticed when I get really in the like the hard zone where it's like grenade pins are flying like I'm yanking pins man and I'm mm-hmm. ready to just blow the whole shit up like it's yeah. like out of control those are usually the moments where I'm actually identifying that what I'm doing is not working anymore and it's time for another evolution but True. I got a little too comfortable with where I was because it was super working right and, and I like, was it's gonna be here forever yeah, and yeah. this is great now this is mm-hmm. just the new norm and business is plucking right along I have a routine that works mm-hmm. every day and this is the, the thing and la 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 and it starts getting hard again yeah because things are shifting again yes. and the needs are changing again and it's like oh fuck now we're coming into another evolutionary yeah. time so now we're uncomfortable again right. because when you're merge your passion with your work you're not just doing business anymore it's everything's happening to you yes yes and so then you're now coming into another evolution which you have to navigate on both levels you're trying to navigate your new evolution of yourself while taking your business with you and being comfortable with losing some clients along the way and being prepared to take on some new high uh, you know maintenance customers along the way Mm because you're leveling up your game and it's super Oh, it's such a beautiful nightmare. (laughs) And the resistance is so, like, just, you're fighting against it, like, so hard. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that's where I am right now. I mean, I guess super, like, I'm super fighting, super resisting, and making it really hard for myself. So, okay. Well, that's great. Maybe this is just, this is just what happens for us in the summer. Things just get weird because you're about to evolve, evolve into the next one. Yeah, to the maybe next, seasonally next that's the seasonally. thing. Yeah. Maybe talk to other just... business people and see if they have hard summers every summer. Yeah. Or what they, what their season is. Like yeah. when are they doing their emotional like <laughs> tornado? <laughs> <laughs> right? What the fuck? <laughs> or emotional whatever this is. Yeah. And what it means for them. Yeah. What kind of what kind of experiences they've had. And like were they aha moments and Right. Like one of my friends in business for her it was an interesting twist of that fight, that wrestle, that fight, that wrestle. And she was so determined with her business, but her business wasn't the right fit. Mm-hmm. And she was pushing it because she just, she had uh, that identif- and identification around failure. Mm-hmm. And if her business wasn't to go the way the business was meant to be, that means she'd failed at it. And um, I mean, I do subscribe to that when I'm in like a bad headspace but when I'm in a good place of clarity and Mm -hmm. like I'm functioning really well I don't believe in failure I believe in just 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 the next it's just the next step and if if that's not working we're fucking get rid of it exactly that's not a failure it's just bye yeah and um interesting I just said that I'm going to apply that to a couple things in my life right now I just did that too (laughs) And, and uh so yeah she was like her personal wrestle was 
this letting go the business yeah and evolving into in her case it was a new paradigm a new business mm -hmm. a new completely new identity wow i'm really lucky that over the four years i've been doing this my evolutions as i'm trying to be stronger and better for the community i'm creating and supporting the people i'm choosing to support while maintaining myself through it because that's for me is the key is I don't want to get lost in this again, like mm -hmm. I did in my previous career. And that for me is living my passion is, can Nikki exist in this space too? Right. And Nikki needs to exist in this space too as her truest self. And um, to this point, I've never had to actually let go of the green vanity because the green vanity and Nikki and just shut up and listen, they're just this beautiful synergetic mm -hmm. thing. And we're all just in like a nice big, like cuddle puddle together. Yeah, and it it's really great. And, um, but I really felt compassion for her in that moment as she was realizing that she was at a point of closing a door mm -hmm. so she could open a door mm -hmm. but the ego didn't want to close the door because yeah. family along the way you can't do that whatever she has something to prove right and she's going to prove them wrong right and so she was hanging on for the wrong reasons yeah and so when she finally had the courage to shut that door she could open her new one. Oh, boom whole new opportunity everything was different yeah yeah absolutely more authentic self come to light yeah only because you took that leap because you took the, yeah that's cool well what should we leave our listeners with welcome to the circus welcome to the circus be an entrepreneur it's great <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we haven't talked anyone out of it yeah well it's not for the faint at heart it's true yeah but it really is like it for me has been like the most and this is going to sound like super cliche, but like there's no other way to explain it. Like it has been the most amazing, incredible journey. And like you evolve as a person as, as a you human. evolve your business. Yeah. And there's just there's just no other way. And mm -hmm. I like I, I can't imagine having that working at Sport Check where I did before. Yeah. Like you yeah. just know. Yeah. So not to talk down people working in retail, mm -hmm. but for me this has just been like you said it's so intertwined your personal yeah. life and your business that it's crazy to watch it evolve yeah together well if people start to identify you as your business yeah which is fascinating to me oh yeah because i'm not my business so when people say this is nikki owner of the green vanity i'm like that's not very nice i'm nikki i'm a nice person and i'm your friend can you start like introducing me as that like not the owner of the green vanity i'm nikki your friend and a really rad person <laughs> That's like, that's more please and thank you. But people's brains yeah. need that though. That's that I labeling, am. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. All right. Maybe next week the grenade <laughs> pins will stop flying <laughs> and I won't be making jokes about burning the place down because no. I do love what I do. Mm -hmm. I love what I do. It's just sometimes I need to be loving me as much as loving right. what I do so I can keep loving what I do. Oh my gosh. That's a great way to end it. Thank you.